listening to Our Wayward Life, a podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Welcome back to episode number 17. Here we are again. Talking about us. Self-absorbed yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all we do is just talk about ourselves. Disclaimer, we are drinking on this podcast because we're recording in the evening instead of during the day. Yeah, and we've not had dinner yet, so. <laughs> so good luck with us. <laughs> <laughs> Poor y'all. Yeah. Um, so... Over the last couple of podcast interviews, something came up that we realized we have not shared on this podcast, and we were talking about overrated travel destinations. Yeah, this one came up a couple times, kind of unplanned. Yeah, so if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, you already know we're talking about Zanzibar. Yeah, Zanzibar. Now, don't get us wrong. We loved it. We had a great time, but we did think it was overrated. Yes, and we're not saying that it was overrated because of the scenery, the people, blah, blah. We thought it was highly overrated because we heard so much about the food before we went. And a lot of our travels have a lot to do with food and yeah, drinks. We're, we're obsessed with like food and drink, and we put a lot of value in that. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you tell me you're a Spice Islands, I want something that's... <laughs> Spicy? Tasty. Yeah, so we overall we found the food to be very bland. Very, very uh, bland. But um, oh, and, and the beer was always... Always warm. lukewarm. Yeah. It's kind of like, how do you serve a draft beer that's lukewarm? Well, we, well they did I every mean, day. We, we still drank it. Well, yeah, I mean, I paid for it, so I might as yeah. well try to enjoy it. Okay, so we'll back up a little bit. If you don't know, Zanzibar is part of Tanzania in Africa. There they say Tanzania, not Tanzania. It's an island destination. It has the old town, which is called Stone Town, which is full of like forts and history and music um and also has a beach yeah it does have a yeah. beach. and then the the rest of the island seems like to be like these unbelievably gorgeous white sand blue water beaches yeah very much yeah and they are known for harvesting a lot of seaweed there like seaweed. this that's used in um like skincare products and all kinds of yeah, stuff a lot of shampoos and stuff like yeah. that yeah and they um, also do, then it starts in Stone Town because it was going on while we were there, that race they do between the Spice Islands. Do you remember? Oh, the like boating Yeah, I can't race. remember what it was called. It just came to me. Sorry. We'll yeah, have to. at the very end of our trip, it was like they were about to start that. Yeah, because they used mango trees. And I was like, oh, well, shit, that just ruled me out because I'm allergic to mango juice. From Mang the mango tree. Mango juice only. Yeah. Mango. Not the tree or the yeah. bark. You just yeah. can't drink the juice. Yeah, can't drink the juice. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so anyway, so it's part of Africa. This is our first time in Africa. And uh, like we said, it was absolutely a beautiful destination. But, okay, let's just get into our trip. So we started in stone town yes and a lot of people had told us before we went we have a lot of friends who've been to zanzibar it's a very popular location to go to from abu dhabi yeah because it's fairly close yeah and um and it's an affordable destination yeah, yeah once you get there it's really cheap um so a lot of our friends and people that we knew said that like stone town sucks 
immediately just get on a bus or travel to another more tropical part of the island where the beaches are nicer and whatnot. But we decided to stick around for a couple of nights and explore Stonetown. And we actually really liked it. Yeah. uh, I don't know how many people told us just to, you know, fly in. If you have to stay one night, stay one night, then get a taxi or a bus and go to the next destination. But it was like, you know, let's let's give it the, the old college try and see what happens. And so we, I guess we spent, what, three nights there? I think we spent two nights at the beginning and one night at the end. But we arrived at like four in the morning. Yeah, so, so we, we had got three the, full days. Yeah, so we got there really, really early. Yeah, and we were staying at a hostel. Because, honestly, for the first night, we stayed at a hostel, and then the second night, a hotel, because we just wanted a place to chuck our bags and go explore. Yeah, go see what the city Uh, had to offer. So, yeah, we stayed right downtown, and Stonetown's the capital, so, like, I just feel like most countries, like, you should explore the capital. Yeah, you should at least see what they've got going on. And, you know, we, uh, I remember we got there, and they let put our bags in this very unsecure room, (laughs) but, hey, at least they held them for us, which was kind of cool. And we just struck out and went to a uh, a restaurant that morning that was not open yet, but they said we could sit out on the little patio. Remember that? Yeah. And the lady ended up bringing us coffee at like seven in the morning. She's like, "We don't open for another two hours, but y'all look like y'all need coffee." Yeah, and I was we like, were struggling. Oh, we had, had an overnight flight, so we were struggling. Um, but yeah, that was really nice. And they brought us their tea was really good. The tea was very I really good liked there. the tea in Zanzibar. Um, so. Zanzibar or Stonetown was just like a maze of like little pathways and side streets and alleyways, which if you know us at all, you know that like our travel style is we love to just go explore, say take three rights and then take three lefts and see where we end up. Yeah, figure out where you're at after yeah, that. No plan. Sometimes our phones work. Sometimes they don't. They don't. And we just love, as long as you know where you're staying, you can get back. So Well, that's one thing about Stonetown that it's kind of like it's a big ginormous square but in the middle of it's a lot of like crossing street crossing yeah. alleys and well all alleys if you can get streets. back to the main town yeah if you can find the 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 one main road that circles stone town yeah. you can find out where you're staying yeah so and people are fairly helpful there oh yeah people so. are very nice there i mean they're they're uh they're very helpful to like point you back to the right direction where you're coming from you can stop and ask a local hey where's this at and they're they're very yeah very nice to point it out um so yeah we we spent a lot of time just wandering yeah. alleys and pathways, um, just getting a bit lost, taking cool pictures of old forts and churches. and Yeah, and like, uh, I remember it was cricket, I'm pretty sure, that was playing while we were there. And that guy had set up outside of his uh, his little tea shop, which was a cart that he pushed out into an alleyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a portable TV, and they were showing cricket. And, and there I, were like 100 people watching. Yeah, there was probably 100 people standing around and watching cricket. And they were uh, cricket. like divvying up tea out of a giant yeah, vat, vat yeah. and like just spooning out uh, or ladling out like small cups because they, they brought some to us. Yeah. That was a really cool experience. I was like, oh, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm just seeing what was going on over here yeah um lots of like touristy shops and yeah like gimmicky stuff but there was like really cool art galleries with local artwork that were just amazing yeah and and that's one cool thing like like we always do we wander randomly through the streets but you find like the little bitty restaurants and our little bitty coffee shops or tea shops where they don't they don't get a lot of tours because they're not gonna go up and down all these alleys and uh I know we found a couple that were really, really neat just yeah. to go in, and, and it was mainly to have coffee and tea. Yeah. 
or like just some snacks or whatever yeah um so around stone town there are there's everything from like budget hostels to five-star hotels yeah very expensive hotels and i think there's we saw the four seasons yeah there's a four season there um like it's just it's a really interesting town i would say if you ever go to zanzibar do not skip stone town yeah i mean like i said a lot of history there. It's a lot of history there, and it they talks about you know when the British was in control and this was in control and everything else was in control of you know, you know when they were because they've been and I'm trying to remember this right off the the cuff and I should have probably looked up a little more before we did this podcast but they were Muslim once, they were Christian once. I'm gonna be no help because I don't remember. I just remember this from the there, food. there was a lot of varied culture yeah, backgrounds the there. Tour. Um, okay, so speaking of, we did a food tour. We we do that in a lot of places that we go to, a food tour, a drinks tour, to try to get some local experience. And um, it ended up being just us yeah. on the food tour. And we try to do it with somebody that's that's a, a replicable company, but not a big company that supports local people doing it. Yeah, we just wanted to support local people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so this local guy came up and... Um, it was just the two of, or just the three of us on the tour, yep. and it was really cool. He took us around all kinds of places, and it's funny. Some two of the places he took us, we had actually been the day before because we wandered off the beaten path. And he's like, "How did you find these?" And I was like, "Well, we've been wandering." Yeah, for, we just you know, twenty four hours. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's just the food was fine. It was just like the seafood was cooked to death. Yeah, and. They, uh, on the food tour, this guy, he went, he's like, oh, this is the most famous food or seafood place in Zanzibar. It looks really cool. You walk inside and it's like, you can see all the guys in there cooking. They're cooking over big grills and it's all like, you know, they're throwing swordfish on, they're throwing grouper and shark and everything else on the grill. And and it's really cool to watch. And it's like, oh man, this is going to be like some excellent, excellent food. No. And then it comes out. (laughs) And it's kind of like, it's like, I understand that, you know, you're cooking on open flame, but it does not have to be just cooked to death. Yeah. And they, they did cook it to death. But yeah. I mean, like some of the things were all right. Like they, did they have like some like fried patty of veg? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Like the side it was, dish. yeah, it was like a, almost like a, what we would call a pancake, but it had like herbs and yeah some type of vegetable and stuff inside of that and that was that was really good but you know and they bragged and bragged and bragged about the fish there then they brought a piece of chicken out and i was like hmm, the best thing you brought to me all night was a piece <laughs> like of chicken a small piece of chicken i'm sorry um, but i'm sitting in a seafood place and yeah the chicken's better than the seafood okay and then speaking of the food we also went to the night market because the night market is like famous there oh man it's just people from because that's also where the cruise ship comes in as well. And yeah, it's near there. and It's near the port. It was just amazing. Like, just the vibe was really incredible. There were these young guys diving off of the rocks, like, a good ways down. 30 feet? Yeah, at least 30 and, feet. And uh, doing all kinds of, like, flips and poses in the air. And then the water that they were diving into was 
four feet deep. Yeah, maybe six feet. At so, the, but I mean, like really shallow. So that um, if you've ever watched diving, you know they have these techniques where you don't go deep into the water. But man, I could have watched them for hours. We watched them for a good bit. But then talking to one of the guys, he's like, "I've been doing this," and he, I think he said he was back in sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, somewhere along in there. But he said, "I've been jumping off of this my entire life." Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, so that was really fun to watch. They had some music going on. And then everybody talked about the food at the night market. And we were really excited because when we travel, we are down to try anything and everything. Like, if you say this is the local delicacy, we're going to try it. Yep, here I come. However, hygiene was just not a thing. No, it wasn't. At the night market. And I'm not trying to be mean, but... Like, we saw them have, have a raw chicken on a cutting board, chopping it up. They took the chicken, threw it in a pan, and then they pulled a pizza off the fire and put it straight to where the raw chicken was without cleaning the cutting board. And cut it and served, served it, it to somebody. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Uh, we don't want salmonella on the salmonella first, second day of our vacation. Food poison is not, you know, two yeah. things that go hand in hand on my holiday. So, And I'm not saying the entire night market was like that, because I'm sure it wasn't. But once we saw that, we were just a bit like, mm. Yeah, kind of put off from eating yeah. from there. Um, I think we ended up going to a Thai restaurant that night. We did night. go to a Thai We didn't know it was a Thai restaurant. We just walked in and people were like, oh yeah, this place is really good. And it was really nice. Yeah. But, you know, we went to Zanzibar. Like I wasn't, Expecting wasn't really to have, looking for, yeah, Thai, for I mean, Thai food. Thai food's my favorite. But yeah. anyways, um, one other cool thing about Stonetown is that it is the birthplace of Freddie Mercury. It is. And the, where we stayed at our first night was right across from yeah. his home that he was born in, I guess, or yeah. raised in. And now it's like a museum. Yeah, it's a museum. Um, or museum and hotel, even. Yeah, it's a museum and hotel. Uh, but yeah, so that was really cool. Um, now, our favorite place in Stonetown that we found was this little coffee shop called Puzzles. Yeah, because when we were there, we kept, as we were walking around the alleys, we kept seeing these signs, Puzzles, this way. And I was like, what the hell is damn Puzzles? And it, it's all it said was Puzzles. Yeah, it's like. If, if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, there's a thing about like Puzzles Bar. And we yeah. were like, maybe that's what it is. This is, uh, it was 2018 we were there. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas 2018. And we finally found Puzzles and it was closed. Because yeah. it was a Sunday maybe? It, yeah, it was a Sunday. But luckily the next day. He was open. He was open. And that coffee was incredible. Oh, it was some of the best coffee I think I've ever had. And I drink way too much coffee anyway. They roast in-house. Yes. Uh, so it just smells absolutely amazing. And then they had like, even the, the coffee shop itself, like it was almost like the inside of a cave is how I would describe it. But like light and airy, yeah. but, like the seats were like carved out of the wall and yeah. And he had all like, you know, he had card games and puzzles and stuff like that yeah. that you could just sit around and, and hang out and play. And if you wanted like, he had a few pastries, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like a, I think we got like a cake or a croissant or something. And, but if you wanted something else, he would run out to a bakery just like two doors down and get you like true, fresh, like they just made this. Yeah. And bring it back to you. The guy was amazing. The guy was absolutely amazing. He could tell you everything about Stonetown. He was, I can't remember where he was from, but he wasn't originally from there. Mm-mm. But he he's like, I came here on a holiday and never left. And I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. That was my favorite place, and um, we were hoping when we came back at the end of our trip that we could go, but it was a Sunday again, and they were closed. Um, but I would say if you go anywhere in Stonetown, that is the place. You absolutely have to go there. Yeah, because um, I can't remember what the coffee was called, but he had like three different roasted the beans, and he had like 
almost like three shots of the coffee. And I remember mm-hmm. I got that. And then I got like a little a, flight of coffee yeah. almost. And then I got a mocha of one of them that I really enjoyed. So mocha not being the chocolate coffee that you may be thinking of if you're American, but mocha like the European Italian way of cooking yeah. coffee. Kind of like an espresso, you would say. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of like a. It. It's kind of like a kettle. They put the water in the bottom, the grains on the top, and yeah, it perks and, like a percolator. It, yeah. yeah, just like a percolator coffee. And it I makes coffee, and it's really good. Nice and strong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then it was time for us to leave Stonetown. Yeah. And I will say, we booked a private taxi that yeah. was really great. He had like bottled water and yeah, mints he, and yeah, he had charging cords for yeah, us. And like, he's like, you know, we can stop on the side of the road and get y'all coconut. We can get you beer. We can get you rum, whatever you want. And I was like, it's nine o'clock yeah. in the morning. I really don't want rum right um, now. So, yeah, so we... I think it was maybe like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, hour to our and next half. location. The next location we went to was called Buiju, which is next to Paje, which yeah. a lot of people go to Paje, and we don't even know if we're saying that right, to be honest. Yeah, we're butchering it, I promise um, you. A lot of people go there. Uh, it's just beautiful beaches, and it's quite populated, so like it's a good party area. Yeah, it's really populated, and a lot of people go there to uh, windsurf. Yeah. Is it kite surfing? Yeah, kite surfing? surfing. Yeah, kite surfing. That's what's so popular there. Um, so we were just right next to that. Like we easily, we walked to Paje during the day. Yeah, I accidentally thought it was a long way down the road, went for a run one day, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here. here. Five minutes. <laughs> so then we stayed at this resort in Buiju. This is where we stayed over Christmas, and it was called the Sahari Zanzibar. And it is one of my favorite places we've ever stayed. I feel like we started this podcast saying how overrated Zanzibar was, and now it's just like, oh, everything was so amazing. Yeah. But Ex- uh, except for the except food. Except for the food. Yeah. But this resort was set up. It was like... It was like a boutique hotel. Yeah, it was... I 12 think it, rooms. I thought it only had 10. No, it had, had six rooms downstairs with no air conditioning and six rooms upstairs with air conditioning. Okay. So... We well, stayed in the non-air conditioned room because we had a fan. Yeah, I had a big-ass fan. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but this little resort... We get there, and it was like a couple, two or three hours before check-in time. And it's another one of those situations. The owner came out and met us. He was, I want to say Italian. I think he was Italian, yeah. Italian guy, the same thing. He came there on holiday, decided that he never wanted to leave. He worked in resorts through there until he was had enough money to build his own. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no worries. He's like, you know, your room's not ready. The people are still here. And I was like, oh. And he's like, just go to the bar. And, you know, just order whatever you want. And I was like, all right. And they end up, they held, they held our bags for, what, a couple, know. two or three hours. Yeah. And they let us change, go to the beach. They had an awesome pool. Oh, yeah, the pool is gorgeous. We'll post some pictures, like, when we share this on Instagram. Definitely check out the pictures of Sahari Zanzibar. Yeah. And the owner, when I say he is spot on, it's like, I don't know if the guy ever left the place. Because no. every time I walked through there, whether if it was... Five or six in the morning, or three o'clock in the in the morning. He <laughs> yeah. was always, always there. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so, like a really tiny boutique hotel, but the pool was gorgeous. The beach was amazing, of course. Uh, the restaurant was pretty good. Yeah, was, we ate there a few right. times. We had, I think, was dinner included. Or breakfast was breakfast, breakfast was, was included. Yeah, breakfast was. And like breakfast was nice. It was you know just like toast and eggs and fresh fruit a lot of fresh fruit yeah so that was nice coffee and tea yeah um but we got a couple of massages there 
Yeah, and the massages were pretty good. Pretty good, and you know, of course, they got people coming up there trying to sell you stuff and this, that, and other. Yeah, and that's just par for the course. But they also, you can just walk straight out from where the restaurant was onto the beach, and they had sun loungers and everything for yeah. the people that were staying there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't wear shoes the whole time we were there. Yeah, there was no point. Like, yeah, I was either going to the pool, to the restaurant, and the beach. But the restaurant's basically like on the beach, so you don't need shoes. Yeah. But you could walk out and, you know, they had all the uh, seaweed farms mm-hmm. to where they gathered seaweed to make face products and hair products and all that stuff. Yeah, they're one of the largest exporters of yeah. seaweed. So, um, interestingly, in, I guess, most of Zanzibar, but especially this area, low tide can happen a couple times a day. Yeah, and which it, was weird. And it could be... Uh, like, yeah, it could be at six in the morning, it could be at two in the afternoon, and it changes every single day. At first, we thought it was just the season. We were like, oh, is it low tide? And they were like, no, it's like this every day, and every day it's a different time. Yeah, because I ran out one morning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're swimming in the sea. The next morning, I come out there, and I was like, yeah, the not sea sw- is a mile away. I'm not swimming out there today. And it goes really far. Like, yeah. I mean, we, we literally walked out one mile one day. Yeah, to find still, the water. And it was still ankle deep. Yeah. It was crazy. But, absolutely gorgeous yeah definitely worth going to see yeah um so i know on um oh and santa made a visit remember oh yeah santa did he did show up and uh christmas morning for breakfast for breakfast yeah one of the local guys came up and like this he was the one who ran the uh souvenir like clothing shop at the resort it's like a tiny little store with a few like swimsuits and cover-ups and he was dressed up like santa (laughs) coming around everybody's breakfast table it was really cute they had it all decorated with christmas trees and everything and they had two cats at the resort yeah and i cuddled with them on a daily basis Yes, every day i like couldn't find that and i was like oh where's the cats at yeah i was reading a book i remember i was reading quite like a thick book and every day i would go out to the pool Get out my book and snuggle with the cats. Or you would go upstairs to the ginormous wing. Oh yeah, and snuggle, and, snuggle with the cats. And snuggle with the cats. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't know, I am uh, obsessed with all animals. Yes, yeah, she is. It could be anything: a snake, a porcupine, elephant. My best friends. Yep, every oh, one of them. I want to bring them all home and yes. name them. Anyways, I and she well, she names every one of them. I do. All the stray cats in our area all have names: Bandit, Zorro, Callie, Sherman. Cat. Cat one, cat two. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, so Bijou was great. And on Christmas Day, we had booked, I think we actually booked, I know we did actually. I booked Christmas reservations at the Rock Restaurant before we ever booked our flights. Yeah. So we had talked about going to Zanzibar, and I was like, if we're going to Zanzibar at Christmas, I want to go to the Rock on Christmas Day. And I need to make those reservations in advance because it holds a limited a number of people. 30, Maybe. 30 people? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say 20 people. but I think with the outside and inside, 30 people probably. Um, if you don't know what the rock is. Google it. Yeah. So it is literally a rock out, yep. in, out in the sea and they've turned it into a restaurant. It used to be a fisherman's house that yeah. they converted into a restaurant. And during low tide, you can walk out there. During high tide, they take a boat. We went out at low tide and came in at high tide. Vice versa. Vice versa. Went out at high tide, came in at low tide. Um, so it's in this area called Macomby, and it wasn't maybe like 45 minutes from where we were staying. In yeah, Bijou. it went very far. Um, we knew the view was going to be amazing. 
But honestly, we had really low expectations for the food because it's such a popular restaurant for the view that we were like, it's going to be tourist food. Yeah. We thought like, it's not going to be great. It's going to be touristy. Um, and of course it is touristy because of where it is, but it was our favorite meal of the entire trip. It was. And the, I can't remember the guy's name that owned it. It's been no. way too long. He was there. He came out and talked to us and he's like, you know, if there's not, if there's something on the menu that you, that you want, just let me know. If it's not something on the menu. Yeah. yeah if you want something not on the menu. He's like, just yeah. let me know. And he's like, if the chef can make it, we'll make it for you. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's pretty impressive. But we ended up having like starters and mains and dessert and, and a bottle, a bottle of, wine. of wine. And it was, oh, it was just amazing. And there were so many people there from Abu Dhabi and Dubai, like at that time. Yeah. It was random though. End up running into a guy that we were at the airport with flying there yeah. and they lived here and then it, we just ran into them like everywhere after we saw them at yeah. the rock everywhere we went every city we were in we ran into them yep. so that was really fun but that that dinner was amazing and those views oh yeah just stunning. absolutely amazing that was like that's an experience i will never forget and it was just so perfect being on christmas day yeah like, and like she was saying you thought it was going to be overpriced shitty food and just I thought we would have like pizzas or like fish and chip. Like I didn't I didn't think it would be real food. <laughs> I, I love pizza and I love fish and chips. But for like Christmas Day I thought like, oh yeah, our food's not gonna be great. The view will be great, but I was wrong. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah. And food it ended delicious. up being not the most expensive meal that we had there, shockingly. Because no. I thought it was gonna be. Especially having we had like drinks outside and then we went in for our main or our meal and we had starters, cocktails main course and dessert and a bottle of wine yeah and it a hundred bucks yeah it was less than a hundred bucks it wasn't bad at all and we end up i think we were there for like four hours no i think it's like two and a half is the max two and a half hours yeah we we were there for the maximum amount of time you could stay um but before we went out to the rock in the area we got there a bit early and so because we weren't sure because there's a bunch of beaches through there and you can go down and watch everybody like kite surf and uh um I was going to say surf, but I don't think they were surfing. But they were doing other stuff on the beach. And we, you remember we walked down and we found that random restaurant or yeah, hotel that that's just what I was opened. Say. There was a brand new hotel. And we were there maybe like an hour and a half before our reservation time. Yeah. And so we found this hotel. It was it was just opening. I think like New Year's Eve was going to be their, their big, like, thing. big thing. Um, this was obviously on Christmas Day. And it was an Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. and they had another Italian guy who owned the place. Yeah, um, and they had uh, craft beer. They had Italian craft beer on draft, and a tiny little kitten that wanted to cuddle with everybody. And I was like, oh, "What more could you ask for?" So we had our insanely expensive Italian craft beer. That was like our Christmas gift to each other. Yeah, I think our Italian craft beer was more expensive than our dinner. Yeah. Uh, and the kitten, and then we went down to the rock for dinner. And yeah. it was just, it, that was an amazing experience. So, okay. So then after that experience, I think we checked out of the hotel the next day. Yeah. We and, stayed. and we went to this area called McCombie K, which is near the rock yeah. restaurant. Um, and we stayed in this, at this little place called Piku Piku Beach Hut. And, it's like a little tiny village of huts, I would say. It wasn't fully open when we were there, but I would say maybe fully open. They had 10 huts. Yeah, there was 10 huts and one like tree house that was like a full house, I guess, because it had a full kitchen, 
and stuff like that in it. Okay. Well, so we stayed in one of the little huts. Absolutely amazing. Okay. We need to define what amazing is, though. We had an amazing time. But, like, for people who love luxurious travel, this is not the place for you. No, it's not. So our hut had a little front porch. Yeah. And then it had, you walked in and there was, like, a little shelf to your right to put your bags, our bed. And a shower. A ceiling fan, a shower and a toilet. Yeah. I mean, and it was, a mosquito net. And a mosquito net. And it was, we needed that mosquito net. Ooh, yeah. they, they were really, it was kind of like a jungly area. So we really needed the mosquito net. But it was a very tiny place. But honestly, like we, we only needed to sleep there. Yeah. So we hung out on the front porch some. We loved the owner. He had lived lived in America yeah. for a bit. And uh, he was a local guy. He lived, I don't remember where he lived in America. Yeah. Chicago, maybe, or something. I can't but, remember that far back. But, man, he, but he loved Americans, and he he was like, oh, my sister still lives in America, and he just like wanted to talk to us about America a lot. And uh, everything we said, he was like, wow, mamma mia. mia. Everything was mamma mia. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was he was great. Brought us some beers. and um, Brought us buckets of ice because we didn't have one out. No, we didn't have a refrigerator. Yeah, and the power went out. And the power and the went fan out. was out. So, so he just brought us a yeah. big-ass bucket of ice and set it on the porch. And he's like, oh, I'll put you some beers in it. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, so like if, you, if you've never been to like a smaller tropical place, like even in the Virgin Islands and stuff, the power just goes out regularly. Yeah. It's just it's part of it. Um, but at the time, his place, like you said, wasn't completely done. As we were leaving, and I can't, I'd have to go back and find all of this guy's details, but uh, he, he was building a bar. He was like, he had places to like where if you didn't want to stay in one of his little huts, you could just ruck up and pitch your tent and yeah, stay he there. Had little like camp spots and had, had showers. Everywhere. Yeah, had showers, had hammocks, had bathrooms, had everything that he you had needed. even like a little library where you could like swap books yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, it's like, need a book, take a book. Yeah. Yeah. Want a book, take a book, something, leave a book, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I can't remember uh, how it was Have all a book, work. leave a book. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, re- I bet now that place is just Oh, I amazing. bet it's amazing. I mean, hopefully COVID didn't just like yeah. shut that place down. But he was, he was so cool and so friendly and personable. And it really was, made, a, made it for a good experience. And he was one, he's like, if you want to see the best beaches in Zanzibar, he's like, he's like, I can tell you where you to go to where you can like the party place. And he's like, it's really cool. It's really nice. He's like, when you get down to this, why where everybody goes to like the party place he's like go to your left yeah go and the opposite way of and the he's party. like follow where all the locals are going he's like and you'll find the cleanest nicest nobody near you beaches and he was not lying i would say okay we've seen a lot of amazing beaches think like we're very blessed that we've been able to travel and see a lot of amazing beaches i would say that that beach is probably in my top five yeah now when we went to the seychelles the Seychelles blew like everything well, out yeah. of the water just because they're all amazing. But it, the whitest sand. And the bluest water yeah. that you could just see. Like you could think, oh, well, that's just a couple feet deep or it a could meter be 50 or so. Feet deep. Yeah, and you're was... just like walking out and it just gets deeper and deeper and it just looks like it's a foot deep the yeah. whole time. But luckily, there, there is a lot of shallow areas so you can just like wade out and enjoy it. It was. It was just stunning. In this area, they didn't have anything. There was maybe like one little beach shack that wasn't even open. Yeah, it wasn't even open. He said it because we may have been there in the off season or something. I can't remember. Yeah, but anyways, that beach was really beautiful. So the rest of that area was definitely a party place. Oh, yeah. Like, um, 
we went down to like just you know have a drink or whatever have some snacks at one of i don't know if it was a hotel or it just had a bar outside it was the back side of one of the hotels it had like a little like beachside bar and restaurant and stuff yeah. down there and it was like towards the end of the evening like maybe around 10 o'clock and they were like oh if there's another party it's $30 each $20 each, whatever it was which is quite expensive there yeah very and, expensive um, they were like yeah, they they just offered us all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for a party, it is a good place to go. Um, and then f- one thing that stands out to me from that place is we were walking back. There was like a little, like a path through the through weeds, the jungle. Yeah, back to the hut where we were staying, and we just had the flashlights on our phone. We didn't have anything else with us to yeah. see. And, Rookie uh, mistake. I always carry a flashlight when we travel. I mean, didn't the hear. ones on the phones are pretty good. Yeah. So we're looking, and we saw something run across the road. We're like, holy shit. What it's was a big that? ass rat. We thought it was a rat because it was like the size of a football. Yeah. It was massive. It was not a rat. It was a crab. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest crab I've ever seen. And I have a picture of it. And uh, it like, on the picture, like I took, I used the flash, of course, poor crab. I'm sorry, but uh, he was looking at us like, "Motherfucker, you yeah, standing what in my area? Your problem? Get out of my, get out of my face!" Oh, but man, yeah, that was a fun area. So, all right, this next one we won't spend much time on because it was not a great experience, uh, we, and it wasn't anything to do with the area. Yeah, with the area or the the local people. No, so we went back to Buiju. Uh, near where we stayed for Christmas to stay at an all-inclusive resort for two nights over New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, and to be very honest, it was the worst experience at a hotel that I think I've ever had. Oh, by far. Um, and it was mainly just the manager. Yes. She uh, was just truly awful. And she could have made it right. Yeah, she if- had every opportunity to make it right, and she chose not to take it. It was, it was just awful. Um, positives of that place were... The food was okay. It was yeah. pretty good. There was a chef cooking. It was like a... And the, the breakfast buffet. in the mornings. The breakfast in the mornings were some of the best food. And yeah. Like, and I'm not a big breakfast. Like, sit down and have, like, a lot pancakes of and blasey blasey. But they would do, like, omelets and all this stuff. And they it had was, a lot of I, savory breakfast, yeah. which we really liked. And tons upon tons upon tons of fresh fruit. Yeah. And all the coffee I could drink, so... And then he also made really nice soups. Yeah, he like, did. Because it was all inclusive, so we had all of our meals there. Um, they had really nice. He made really nice soups. The chef was fantastic. Um, and then the fireworks on New Year's Eve. They went out on a boat. Yeah, they probably boarded. not very safe. It was. They set off a lot of fireworks from a very small wooden boat. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. Um, but everything else was horrible. Yes, I don't know how else to describe it. It's the only place that I've I've been to. To where we booked, and I mean, granted, we didn't book months in advance, but we booked, and they're like, Oh, no, it was like six weeks in advance. Where you've got to move rooms, when, yeah. We had booked two nights, yeah. And they're like, Oh, you've got to move rooms. And I was like, All right, it's not ideal. They're like, We just have a big party. This is a three bedroom, or it sleeps six or something six, like yeah. that, yeah. So we're going to put you in one bed, and they're like, Oh, we'll just, you know, we'll let you know when it's time to do. And it's like, All right, no worries, you know, we'll be at the bar, the pool, we'll be doing whatever. And at the time, they told us that they were going to do it. And I was like, all right. I went back to the office to ask if our room was ready to move in. They're like, no, no, it's still going to be a little bit. And I was like, all right, I'll just go down to the pool, swim. We'll hang out, have lunch, blah, and come back in like two hours. Come back in two hours. I was like, you know, 
hey, is is the room ready that we need to move our stuff to? And they're like, no, no, it's just a couple more hours. So it's like, all right, no worries. And that needed some sunscreen. So I was like, all right, I'll just run up to the room, yeah. grab the sunscreen, and come back down. I go up to the room, and this is, granted, this is Zanzibar. There's no, like, key fobs and stuff like that. You have a key that actually opens the door. Open up the door. It's completely cleaned. All of our luggage is gone. Uh, I walk through the room. My iPad is still sitting on the nightstand where I left it. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple other things like they threw our sunscreen away, which yeah. their sunscreen was like quite expensive. Yeah, they threw our sunscreen away. It's full. Uh, our like a bathroom bag that had like my razor deodorant. I mean, just stuff that all you my need. face products. Yeah. and everything. they had just like they had just so they had just gone in and moved our stuff without telling us or asking us. Yeah, they after like, we had said like, is it time? Do we need to go move the room? Do we need to change our stuff? And they like took the stuff out of the cabinets and put it in, in our, our bags and moved it to the other room, but left half the stuff in the room yeah. that we were in. And they had said like, we'll come get you and tell you when it's time to move your stuff, which we were like, it's inconvenient but yeah, to have to move, but yeah, sure, we'll, we'll do spend it. an hour out of our oh, holiday. Yeah. Then, and then we asked to speak to the manager and we could see her in her office because there was a window and she refused, would, she to, refused come. to come talk to us. So it was just, it was just a really bad experience. And then we were all inclusive so we had paid for this all-inclusive <laughs> rate. And then because we're there on New Year's Eve, they were like, oh, it's like a $50 charge per person for the New Year's Eve party. And we're like, oh, we're all-inclusive. And they were like, yeah, you still have to pay. And it's like, but we already paid. Like, I've already paid. They are like $50 is like the same price as the night of the room. And we're like, we already paid for the, for the all-inclusive package. And they're like, is there a separate dinner for those who are all-inclusive? No, you just have to pay the surcharge. And and I was then, like, that's not a surcharge. That's an extra hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that we've we've already paid for this. Yeah. Not and this was not communicated. Anyways, none of it was communicated up front when we booked or when we arrived. And then um, the all inclusive package, the drinks cut off at ten p.m. And so on New Year's Eve, I was like, okay, well, since we're paying this extra fifty, do we get drinks till midnight? And they're like, no, it ends at ten for anybody who's all inclusive. But if you paid the fifty, like the other people got to keep drinking. Yeah. It was just, and then the the power went out for eight hours, and they wouldn't open their coolers. Uh, fair enough, they wouldn't open the coolers to get drinks out, but then they wouldn't make up for it. So the next day, they said, "Oh, to make up for it, we'll give everybody free lunch." And it's like, like we're leaving. Well, no, we're all inclusive. We already paid for our lunch. Oh, that's and right. And then and then she was like, "Oh, well, those who are all inclusive, we're gonna start your drinks package thirty minutes early." It's like I don't need a drink at nine thirty a.m. I would yeah. just rather have my beer drinks until midnight <laughs> yeah, on New and, Year's. Anyways. Those are just like a few of the things that happened. It was just a bad experience. Yeah. However, we still had a good time together. Oh, we had a great time. And the, and like the, the bartenders and the people cooking and the Everybody people. Everybody except for the manager. Was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So. And like it sounds like we're, maybe it sounds like we're being fussy or we're not. Like we're not those people. We don't make a big deal. We don't ask for stuff. Like we just ask for what we paid for. Yeah. I guess. And like we're pretty laid back, but oh, it was just. Well, when you walk into a room and there's a $2,500 iPad just left on the table, and it's yeah. like, if if I would have not came back up here and somebody checked in, would they have turned it in saying, oh, somebody left an iPad in here? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll never know. Inshallah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so after that, we went back to Stonetown and we were ready to get the hell out of there. And uh, we went back to Stonetown for one night and I think we. We went somewhere for like pizza and beer, I think. That's where we met the guys doing the race or the boating thing. And uh, well, we went to the that restaurant. It was like, it looked like a house that was about ready to fall down. 
it was like three stories and each balcony was a different restaurant. We had bars on the, our boy had bars. We had drinks on the top floor at the bar. And then we went back down and walked down the beach past the, the four seasons and the, and the big curve yeah. and went to that little restaurant back. Yeah. Where back the pizzas by, were. Yeah. Where the pizzas. Okay. And then maybe that was lunch that we went there because or sunset that we ended up having dinner somewhere else like later. Yeah, we may. Have. I don't. It went to like a late dinner because I just remember we ran into that couple from Dubai again. Yeah. Oh, we, we did. We went to the fancy place. Yeah, we went to like a fancy restaurant, and it, we sat outside, and it poured down rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, of course it is. Our yeah. Last night here, it's going to rain. Oh, but man. So, okay. So, would you go back to Zanzibar? I definitely would go back to Zanzibar. You would. I would. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree. I would go back, and like I said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have my expectations as high as I did as food because, like I said before, when I looked into so much of, of like, because they're the Spice Islands, I thought it was going to be like really, really flavorful, flavorful, spicy. No, everything food. was a bit bland. Uh, I was. That's the only thing that I can say that really disappointed me about that country. And was, the warm beer everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah. warm beer, warm beer everywhere, and then, um, and like. Even the places that we went that were a bit more on the expensive side for dinner, it was just all right. Yeah. There like, was nothing like there. honestly, The Rock was the best restaurant that we had, yeah. or the best meal that we had. But I would definitely go back, too. I would love to go back and explore more, maybe take some excursions. There's, like, an island wall of turtles yeah. where they do, like, rehab for the turtles and stuff. Yeah, you like, can go see turtles that are, like, 100-year-old. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, we actually had... Stone Town was great. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. But Lewis that was on the podcast talking about fishes and everything oh, he yeah. went to zanzibar and he rehabbed did. a bunch of the the turtles yeah and they worked on like fish i don't know you know he's an aquarist so yeah, whatever he, they did with all the fish yeah, but he did something with um, fish. but yeah so we definitely would recommend stone or recommend zanzibar i would recommend stone town i would recommend stone town recommend Bouijou, recommend mccombie like all of it, it really was good. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely rec- recommend The Rock. That is oh, one yeah. of the neatest places. And we were blessed enough that when we went, we at The Rock, we had reservations for Sunset. Yeah. Which was... Because I think they the, take three times a day. Yes. Like 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., something like that, or 12, 2, and 4, whatever it was. We got the the, last, the Sunset one, yeah. and, and it was on Christmas Day. It was just really special. Like, I'll always remember that. Yeah, um, so we don't want people to think that we're just busting on Zanzibar just because we didn't no, no, no. like it. We we did have a great holiday. That one hotel, I would never recommend anyone to go there, honestly, unless that manager has left. Yeah. Um, she was not local, by the way. No, like, she, she was, was not. Uh, yeah, she was just terrible. But, um, but every everything else, like, I would say, like set your expectations right for the food because we yeah. thought it was going to be really great food, and it wasn't. And. So yeah. be it. I yeah. mean, it, it is what it is. But like the rest of it, we really did have a good time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we always say, we can have, you can drop us in the middle of anywhere. We'll have a good time. Yeah. I will. We will always have a, a way to find, to, to like find good food, good people, maybe a drink or two, and, you know, go on and have a great two, time. Or ten. Seven, ten, yeah. 17. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to make the best out of everything. But like I said, yeah. you were, you're going to, I wouldn't say a third world country, but no, uh, but yeah, you're going to a very poor country that depends 90% of their income is on tourism. But the only thing is like, you know, we were going there and I think 90% of the hype of about the food was me because I thought it was going to be over the moon. Yeah. I, 
I think that we built it up in our head that it was it was our own fault for like yeah. having these expectations for the food, um, or maybe it's our own fault for liking food so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, and, but it wouldn't us. I mean, when we talked to Marcus, you know, if you listen to the previous podcast, he was the same thing. You know, he's like he absolutely loved the country, loved the people, loved the like, beaches, loved the beaches. He's like the, the beer's beer, warm, the beer sucked, and the food sucked. Yeah. And so. it's like, you know, when you're you're going on holiday and you're just kind of trying to unplug and enjoy yourself and it's kind of like, I want a good meal and a good cold beer and you get a good lukewarm beer. And a halfway decent meal. Yeah. Yeah. However, we would go back. I definitely go back. And now back. after talking about it, I really want to go back. Yeah, because there's still a lot of it. I mean. Oh, like, gosh. There's, there's so, so many much little islands through there. That, yeah. I think so, like. Uh, the island where Zen, where Stonetown is, like that part is one of the biggest islands, yeah. but there's a bunch of small islands around there that would be really cool to visit. So, um, but yeah, so we would go back, but we would adjust our expectations for the food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, maybe do like some other people since I've seen that just find like markets and they cook their own fish. They just go buy fresh fish and stuff like that. And they come back to their, yeah, that would their be cool. apartment and cook it that way. I'd be down for that. And you remember, there was a really cool place that we stayed at. It was right, it was right above uh, Freddie Mercury's hotel, birthplace, that restaurant. It was right above it. Had the big-ass balcony where we sat out there. Had way too many beers because we were waiting on the bus to come through to pick us up. Yeah. I did don't we, remember that. Did we have food? Yeah, we had chicken there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, good memories. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. If you're thinking about going to Zanzibar, check Go, it out. Yeah. Go, Go for it. The beaches really are something special. Yeah. And there's, like I said, we didn't get to see all of it. We just got to see a very small part of it. But one of the neatest things is the people are very cool. Yeah. The the beer's very warm. <laughs> the tide goes out the furthest I've ever seen. The, the closest to it, I guess, seeing a tide go out was Thailand. Yeah, but I don't think that even compares. That doesn't to even at compare. All. Yeah. Like I said, you get up and you can't. I mean, you literally get up and you cannot see where the water starts. No, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, you just walk for days out there. Yeah, and we did. It's like we're yeah. going to we're going to find this water. So we <laughs> struck out and we walked and we walked and I was like, I'm about tired of walking. But eventually, we found where we're what we were looking for. Yeah, we did. It was great. So. All right, I guess that wraps up our our rant about Zanzibar. our rant and review of Zanzibar. Yeah, so go visit Zanzibar. Yeah, or don't, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to do. All right, thank y'all. See you next time. See y'all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating, and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.